Welcome to Sales Velocity TV, where we pull back the curtain on how the top businesses in the world sell more with less resistance. Bringing over 50 plus years of combined sales experience and over 100 million in revenue generated, please welcome the hosts of Sales Velocity TV and two incredibly entertaining gentlemen, Andrew Cass and Aaron Parkinson. Alrighty, welcome back everybody. I'm Andrew, that's Aaron, and we are tackling another episode of the Sales Prevention Department here on Sales Velocity TV. Aaron, it's been like a month or two since we've done the Sales Prevention Department. If you're new to the show, you're like, what are you talking about? I couldn't think of anything more counterintuitive than prevention. Yes, we will talk about periodically how many businesses are actually preventing sales, and it's so instructive when you see what they're doing wrong. And really, this stems from our experience, right? This is sort of an entertainment-based um, topic that we tackle about every one to two months where we've come across businesses that are actually deterring sales, and it is so instructive when you find out and see what they're doing. A lot of times, they don't know it, and it's a great learning experience. I, I, I told you before, Aaron, I used to I used to kick off my live seminars for like seven years straight with a small taste of sales prevention in front of the room, and people like... That was like the thing they talked about the most is, what do you got for the sales prevention department this month? And here we are again. <laughs> it lives on. Well, and it's really also just for us to have some fun. And yeah. But the, what's the key takeaway is there's no judgment, right? The purpose of nah, these- A little bit of judgment, maybe. Well, I mean, there's no judgments to the people who are listening, yeah. right? Or what they're watching, right? Is that- you know, we want you to listen and think about your business and think if any of these elements are accidentally happening in your business where maybe you can do a little audit and you can see if some of these things are, are mysteriously sneaking in to what you've got going on. So, you know, it's not just about us coming on and venting. It's about thinking about your own business and how you can potentially improve it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what we share is experiences that, that, that we deal with. And, and since we're so close to it, I'm always looking for two things, Aaron, when I'm doing business with anybody, any vendor, offline, online, doesn't make a difference. I'm looking for, and I have two great examples of actually a sales prevention scenario and then a complete opposite of a sales prevention scenario where this entity, it was just so dialed in and doing everything so thoughtful and organized, right? It's just, it's amazing. And you can see it, right? You, you, you see who's thoughtful and you see which businesses are sloppy. And at the end of the day, sloppy businesses, you don't necessarily want to buy from, right? No. So maybe you're going to give an example today of a sales acceleration department maybe, that you ran Maybe into. sales acceleration or just, just a sales department, not a sales prevention department, right? It's just <laughs> a real sales department, meaning you're you're designed to sell and you're designed to create a good process and you're designed to make people happy about their decision. You're not pissing them off along the way, which is sales prevention. So well, I've, I've got, got two uh, and I think you I've, got two. I've got two today. One is tactical okay. and one is experiential. And so I've got two. So I could start with one of mine and then you can share one of yours or you can start and I'll share mine after. Go ahead. Which one you got first? So I'm going to talk tactical today because I know a lot of our, our, our viewers and our listeners, they love the, give me the ABCs, give me the tactical. Okay. So I was working with a client this week, very cool group of people, uh, Hollywood group. Her, her husband was a very famous director. He passed away and now she's doing a skincare cosmetic line. So they were asking me about their checkout page 
mm-hmm. on their website. And they were saying, you know, what should we do to maximize conversions here on our checkout page? So again, we're talking tactical for number one. So I'm going to throw some stats at you, Andrew, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to know your answers. Okay. So if you add PayPal to your checkout page, how much do you think that increases your conversion rate? Oh, I would say at least a 10% bump, maybe 20. Some, it's somewhere between 12 and 15% right. of additional free sales yeah. because people trust PayPal. It's easy to use. They've usually got their login already integrated yep. and, and they're good to go. So one of the things I said to them is you have to have PayPal in here because it's free money. Number two, guess how much Google Pay has now impacted the marketplace. Google Pay, huh? Mm-hmm. How much? No idea. No idea. Four point two percent. I was gonna say another. Not, I was gonna say another ten percent, but that might be a little bit of a too high, right? Still too new. But four point two percent of people would prefer to use Google Pay. So I said to them, you want to add PayPal and Google Pay and a new payment option called Afterpay. Afterpay is where you can actually buy it, you can get the product, you can check it out, and then you can choose to pay it or choose to return it. In fact, last year, one of my big e-commerce friends said that Afterpay accounted for 27% of their sales during Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Very, very interesting new um, payment option that you can add to your e-commerce store. But here were the big ones. I said, are you gonna charge for shipping? And they said, absolutely, we're gonna charge for shipping. And then they said to me, should we charge for shipping? And I said, well, go do some research on Google. And and the term that you wanna punch in is um, checkout abandonment, right? Mm-hmm. What are the number one, what are the top three things that cause people to abandon carts online? What's number one out of the entire list, Andrew? Probably excessive shipping charges. Shipping above. Unexpected shipping charges at checkout. Funny right? you say that, man. We're dealing with that right now, buying furniture for our new house. And like, literally, we're like, what? 7% shipping on the whole order. Goodbye. Right. Happening. You just you just instantly said, Good night, Irene. There's plenty of competition that doesn't charge it at all. And here's the thing. Prime for Amazon yeah. has conditioned buyers, especially in the United States, that they shouldn't have to pay for shipping. Not only should they not have to pay for shipping, it could get there Yeah, tomorrow. so they've disrupted that whole issue. They've disrupted everything when yeah, it comes to shipping. So now you've got cu- customers are conditioned and, and that is a sales prevention issue at the highest level. So how do we solve for that? Because shipping's expensive, right? I just said to them, just bump up all your prices by prices 10%. Yeah, because, and the, then, because to gain the ability to save free shipping is such a massive sales accelerator to your word earlier, right? Absolutely. But- I think a lot of them don't think about it. They weren't. I think a lot of companies online they they don't they don't connect the dots on because they're not marketers really. So they nope. don't connect the dots on if we said free shipping, right? Versus in our just, ads on just our website to shipping, on our checkout page. Man, oh man, the amount of sales bumps we would get would be crazy. I don't. It's again. It's just they're they're too close to it. So yep. you giving them opinion, us seeing it on a show like this, it's like boom, Nirvana. You will double your sales. It, it's it's insane how how the difference I've done this <clears throat> test on my own e-commerce store and yeah. and even like really stupid small amounts Andrew like I'm talking about fifteen dollar products and saying it's three dollars shipping or just saying that the product is seventeen ninety five there's no comparison 
in conversion rate, none at all. And if you have the ability to say ships from the U.S. will arrive within seven days. Oh, and if, free, if you, and if you put speed shipping? on top of no shipping, forget about it. There's another bump. Yeah, it's just factor in what your costs are going to be, add it into the price and use the free shipping as a marketing advantage versus trying to play the uphill battle game. Yeah of charging for shipping. So yeah, I'm crazy. glad that you just had this experience recently because you can verify it for me. It's you, happening all every they, day. If, they, if it had been 7% more, Andrew, on the price, yeah. but it was free shipping, would you have stopped? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. You, mean, but sales prevention kicked in and you're like, I'm out. Cause, well, cause it, you're well like my, my wife's freaking out because she's handling a lot of the furniture and she's like, I'm not using this company. Look at the shipping charge. I'm like, yeah, that is a little ridiculous. If, if, if this company over here doesn't charge it and then this one doesn't charge it, but then this one over here does and it's like four to 7% of the whole order. It's like, what a total difference. You start to take your business elsewhere. That's the Correct. issue, right? Sales prevention department. Sales prevention department. Now, a lot of you listening probably don't ship real products. You don't have shipping. But the the lesson is the same. Could there be some little pillar in your process that you could remove that removes resistance? Shipping is just a metaphor here. Well, and do you know what the second <clears throat> highest one is on a checkout page if you go Ellie. to the research? It's making me create an account before I can move forward. Before you buy something? Before oh, you buy something, before you get to yeah. see something, you know, whatever, yeah. it it is such a brutal you stop. Mean before money exchanges hands. Correct. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, so you may have crazy. a process in your, you know, let's just say you have a pro. I'm going to choose a, a, a totally different industry. Yep. Let's just say you're an insurance agent, right? And you're generating leads for your insurance business, and you say, before we can talk about your insurance policy, I need you to create an account. Oh dear lord. That's it. You're done. And if it takes more than like a minute today, forget it. Not even doing it. Good night, Irene. People just aren't doing it, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's small things that you can look at and ask yourself as you're going through here. Is there anything here that irritates me or potentially insults me that I have to do just to be, just to engage with you and become a customer? Correct, man. Correct. Right. I just want speed. I don't want any friction. I want it to be easy, you know, and, and if you're doing any type of marketing, your sole goal is to capitalize on the person's vibe. They're, they're, they're doing something at that moment because something has triggered them to make them want to do it. Don't put roadblocks up in their way, no matter what you read somewhere or what somebody told you, oh, you should do this. You should, don't do it. But Remove listen, it. but at the end of the day, you hear us say this a lot. Test it. Prove it to yourself. Yeah. By going, okay, the next 10 orders are going to have shipping. The following 10 orders are going to have no shipping. And you just look at the amount of visits, the amount of shopping carts, hit hits that you get, and you see which ones come out the back door because I would be shocked if paid shipping outperformed free shipping. I would be completely shocked. But listen, you made a point a second ago about the how the process becomes frustrating, which leads me to my sales prevention example. So two days ago, I'm looking online to find a outdoor kitchen vendor where they, you know, they build the grill, Aaron, right mm -hmm. into the wall and it has yep, a fridge next to it, right? Yep. Maybe has a sink. Like you, you can kind of come up with some themes, but the whole heart and soul yep. of it is like the grill. Yeah. Right. So I'm on this really cool site. Won't you, won't mention the name, some sort of BBQ guys or whatever. There's a million of them out there, right? Yeah. Um, they're lucky that I don't remember the name right now because then I throw them <laughs> under the bus. So it's actually good for them, but still the same lesson, right? <laughs> And I'm and I'm and I'm like, man, this is awesome. This is exactly what I need. You can you can fill out a form to get a 3D design done. I'm like, but I'm a guy that just likes to call. So I call the company. Really nice lady picks up the phone, already like that. 
And I'm like, all right, so how do we get started? How do I get you guys to just design it, lay it out, give me some of the options? She goes, oh, no, we don't do that. All we do is sell the stuff. You have to go onto our website and you have to choose the grill, choose the sink, choose the fridge, choose the storage, and then we'll, you know, and we just ship it to you. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I assume you have vendors and contractors that you would pair me up with so that once I go spend six grand on this outdoor kitchen, you then have a contractor in Naples, Florida who can come and install. Oh, no, we don't handle any of that stuff. We just sell the material. I said, so I have zero experience with grills and outdoor kitchens. You want me to go to your website, pick out stuff sight unseen because I like the way that looks, and then hope that somebody can come install it and it fits, and then I have to find that person. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. I'm like, so you have no option for me to get an all-in-one, one-stop solution where I buy from you, spend the money, number one, and then you provide me resources and contractors who will do it all for me front to back. No, that's just not the way we're set up. And I was like, but that's the way I'm set up. <laughs> I said, I'm looking for somebody who can do the whole thing for me. I'm willing I just, to give I just you want the- to give you money. I just want to throw money at you. And give I literally me- said, I, I'm, I'm not going to buy something without having the right consultation and design, pre-buying it to make sure it lay. Like they wanted me to do all the work. And I'm like, that's got to be a roadblock more and more as people call in because what would make me just go buy a random Weber grill that might go into the wall, that might look good with the fridge? And then I'm like, I'm out. There's got to be a million companies out there to do this. So two companies later, Aaron, one of these guys, another grilling company, local company I found, you go to their website and you, you answer some questions and they start to give you little 3D designs along the way. And then when they reach out to you, they say, give us a call. We're your one-stop shop. We'll source the material. We'll come and do an analysis and we'll install it for you so you don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, that's Done. my guy. It Done. was a polar opposite experience of they just put so many walls up and they had way cooler stuff, by the way. The first one, way cooler stuff, right? Cool factor across the board with all the kitchen stuff. But man, nobody who's in any way busy wants to coordinate a project with three or four different vendors to get the thing done, the time spent would be astronomical. Second set of guys was like, well, you don't even have to worry about it. We're going to get it all done for you the way you want it. We're going to give you info and details and transparency along the way. And I was like, that's exactly that guy. Those guys know how to sell. And these guys, this, this is all going to tie together to the same theme today, which I wasn't planning on, but I can see the trend. Okay. (laughs) The train is coming. And, and so I'm going to end, you may have another one that pops up into your mind. I'm going to, I'm going to give you my next one. And then I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody who's watching and listening how this ties together in one theme today. Yep. Okay. So I have multiple properties, as you know, and I've been doing a lot of renovations and stuff, um, this year. And when you do renovations, uh, you need contractors dealing with a lot of people. Right. And so, you know, you've got your electricians, you've got your plumbers, you've got your HVAC guys, your AC guys. And, and, and with the amount that we've been doing and then you got stuff breaking. Right. Um, you're always looking for like that core guy, the core company, core that's guy, go core to, group. Right. Right. That's just I got these are my guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I don't want to think I want to say I want that done or I've got this problem. Come and, and deal with it. Right. So. You know, I live in the Cayman Islands, which, you know, I understand that in a small Caribbean island, you would expect that things are more difficult to do. But I see this in 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 the construction industry in general. I saw it in Canada. I've seen it in the United States. I've, I've seen it in, in many, many places. Right. Right. So 
I was going through electricians testing them out and they weren't showing up on time. They, they didn't have the parts. They couldn't get the job done. They wanted to talk to me a hundred times. I'm like, I, I just want to give you money and just, just, just do it. Just do the job. Still right. Frustrating, like, right? <laughs> I don't even ask you, I don't even ask them what the price is. Okay. I'm your ideal client. Just tell me what I need and tell me how much it's going to cost. I won't haggle you. I won't just, just do the job. Right. Because of the and, convenience you're providing me, I will not shop you. That's what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. So I eventually found this, this company and, and what really sold me was we had a rental, we have a rental unit that we had COVID, um, with quarantiners in there. Um, and did nobody to, could, did you have to make me throw up today? I know it. I know that it did. You have to, you, I mean, but let, let's, let's leave the COVID thing alone. Right, Just look at the detail, Fair right? Enough. So they couldn't go in the unit and the person couldn't come out of the unit cause they were quarantined. Oh my God. Right. And the AC went out. You know what it's like in the, I mean, you're in Miami, it's hotter here than it is there, but you, you understand when the AC goes out. Yeah. AC is the deal in the South. It's a big problem. Yep. Right. So these guys on a Sunday when nobody works here on Sunday, it's after hours, everything's closed. These guys go and find out that the microchip is gone on the condenser unit. And right away, that's usually a three week lead time to order all the part yeah. on a Sunday. They go search, call their buddies who have warehouses get them to open up the warehouses for them, find a replacement microchip, come back and install it. Oh, and by the way, it's when a hurricane was rolling in at night, blowing, raining, crazy Sunday, went out of their way, found the microchip, installed it, done. Renter was ecstatic on a Sunday when nothing's open, right? I'm like, you're my guy, right? You're my guy from now on, right? So I have used these, these this electric company now mm -hmm. probably 21 times this year. Look I have no the idea. The amount what. of repeat business, there's the lesson. I don't know how much I've spent with these guys. If I had to guess, it's probably north of $40,000 this year. So the guy that is the boss of this company is British and he works out with me at my gym. Super nice guy. So I walk in the other day and he's talking to some other member and he said, it's amazing how low the barrier is for success in this industry. In, his, in the electrical industry? I don't know if he was specifically talking about electric. Well, just electric contractors work. as a whole are notorious. Contractors as a whole. He said, I cannot tell you how many people thank me for just answering the phone. <laughs> it's amazing. For just showing up on time. Oh, God. And just getting the job done in the time frame that we said we'd get it done. Yep. He said, three simple things. Answer the phone, show up on time, get the job done in the time frame that I told him. He said, we don't do anything special. We just do those three things. And we set ourselves apart from 90% of the people in the industry, which well, is that guy gets it. He gets it. He gets right? it. And so now look at these three examples that we've given you today. Okay. Create an account, free shipping payment options, right? Number two, all in one service, which you could charge more for because you, you got to build it. Into you your can model. do the all in one, one stop shop. You can, don't think you can't. Right. You absolutely can. You might you not be able to write this moment, but we're not talking about right this moment. We're talking about can you plan to have that as an available option, right? That's Correct. the key. And the last one is just pick up the phone, show up on time and get the job done when you say you're going to get Wait the job minute, done. I have literally never asked this electrical company how much it costs to do the job. Is that called integrity? How great of a client am I? Is that called integrity? Well, you know what the trend is. Is that called integrity? It is called integrity. Why is it so hard to come by today? 
Bill, you know, Bill Belichick would say, just do your job. Right. So that, that's what Liz and just I look for. Job, yeah. We hire vendors and all we want to know is, are you just going to do your job? If you just do your job, I'll give you lots of money. Just right. So that, but the, the trend that we see across all three, what is it? It's time. Okay. Everybody's moving at a faster pace now. There's more ads, there's more notifications, there's more speed, there's more softwares. Everything's becoming more efficient, which means time is put at a higher value. Great point, yeah. Right? It was time on the account setup and the payment options. It was time in your scenario of I I, I don't want to have to go and find a contractor and do all nope. these things. Save me time, right? In my example, same thing. It's answer the phone, show up on time, and be done when you say you're going to be done. It's time. So when you and the, look and at the shipping, one is, is money. So it's time and money. But I agree that time is number one today. Shipping is money. Time is everything else, right? It's Absolutely. Great so point. Take a step back and look at your business and ask yourself going through it. We always suggest an audit. Mm -hmm. Where in my process am I not valuing my customers? time. And that's the million dollar question. Right. I don't know if you remember the movie with Al Pacino and I won't say the exact word cause we're, you know, semi PG, but he's yelling PG? at somebody. When did we become PG? What are we going backwards here? Uh, well, I thought we were, I, I thought we were then, like then, triple then R. I, was, I thought right? this was a triple R rated show. I can't remember the, <laughs> the movie that he says, but you'll remember this. He says, don't waste my motherfucking time. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what movie was that? I, um, uh, I I feel like it might have been any given Sunday, possibly. Oh, it might have been any given Sunday. Might have been any given Sunday. Yeah. Um, people yeah. are so irritated now by you taking their most valuable asset, which is time. They are offended when you waste their time, even if it's something as small as I just want to check out quickly with PayPal. Right. It's quicker for me. But Aaron, that, that elevates to another level as you climb more and more up the affluent ladder. So as someone's Absolutely. more and more affluent and they're more and more established and they have more and more money. So if you want to sell to a higher tier person, believe me when I tell you. Believe us when we tell you. If you don't value the time, like you said, I think the time lesson is big here. I wasn't even expecting to come out of this with what you said. Time. Nor was I. Yeah, it really is a great point. It's what can I engineer in my sales process to give people back more time and make them happy, right? And wow, in, the in higher up the ladder you go, your fulfillment process. Aaron, the higher up the ladder you go, the more and more that's valued. If you continue to play that game as you go more and more affluent, you will have no affluent customers. No, there's no question, right? Every every purchase that I make now, I'm mirroring the purchase against my schedule. Right. What do I have to give up in order to get what I want? I don't want to give up anything. I want you to tell me I've got you, okay? I only need three things from you and I got you. Yep, yep, in fact, yep. I'll have it done in five minutes and you're done. Okay, great. Here's my money because so, I want the outcome. I don't yep. want the time suck. Just give me the outcome and I'll pay you whatever you want. So one other example, accelerator now is now I've got the Best Buy Geek Squad home theater in-home consultation guys, Aaron. Mm -hmm. And it's the polar opposite of what I just explained. The guy is so articulate. I know he's been in sales for probably a decade plus. He goes like this to me. He goes, I had him come in and do, they do an in-home consultation, which is pretty cool because sure. they can take measurements. It's great. Wall. We recommend 75-inch TV. You know, what are your thoughts for surround sound? Asking all the right questions. He says, let me tell you something, Mr. Cass. He says... You can count on me to basically get this job done from front to back 
where I will give you every single solution along the way from video to audio to aesthetics. You won't have to worry about a thing. I'll give you three tiers of quotes and you will have the very best sound system and audio experience of your life. And we will take care of everything front to back, including even some design and architectural help on just aesthetics of the room. And I was like, I was so blown away. I was speechless. I Here's mean, my was, credit card. Here's my credit card. Here's my credit card. <laughs> but, but I was like, and, and I'm always looking for, I'm a language guy. You are too, right? I can tell by the way they speak. No mumble jumbo ums and ahs. No crazy disorganized cell phone on the fly calls. Like really thoughtful, organized communicator, number one. And then saying all the right things, looping back to the point of, I'm not going to just have you ship a bunch of TVs and, and speakers in for me to then go find the guy to install it. I love that you're coming to the table with an all-in-one solution to the point of the show, which is you're going to come in, measure, design, source, audio, video, tie it together, aesthetics, black, white, white, boom. And I'll have it all to you by this afternoon, sir, he says. And I appreciate the time, sir. And I want to let you know, this is quote, I'm quoting him because I'm so blown away. He, he says, I, I, I appreciate the time. Congrats on your new home, and I want you to know that I value the relationship this early on because we forge long-term relationships in this home theater audio video space because we know you'll have other needs. I was like, I got to see if I still have a heartbeat. I thought my pulse was, I was blown. This doesn't happen much anymore today. That you, was were so, just, you were so excited. I, I got to hire this, this guy. The, the charisma and the, the skill charisma. and the thought that was going into it, and he's right. Man, we did great. exactly what you're talking about. He did we exactly what you're talking about, which is give them back their time. Give me back my time. Don't don't make me think about it. And 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 if you don't know this, and this is a good point, maybe to bring up to support what you just said. As you go up the affluence ladder, right? And there's a million le le levels to the affluence ladder. I'm certainly not at the top of the affluence ladder by a long shot, but. The reality is, is that once you kind of get beyond a certain number per year mm -hmm. in revenue, you start to, to associate that by hour. What is my time worth per hour? Mm -hmm. And you and I both do this a lot. I know exactly how much my time was worth per hour. And if people knew what my time is worth per hour, they would probably fall off their chair, right? I look at the how much you're taking away from me and I'm constantly calculating it in my head about how much I'm losing because you're sucking my time out. And to me, there's a direct dollar amount associated with that because I know what my time is worth per hour. So in, in, in your case with them coming in and saying, hey, let's do this consultation. I had the same thing happen with all these built-ins that I have behind me in all the rooms. Right. Guy showed up, he walked through, I felt good. He was in and out within an hour, exactly. told him what I wanted. He came back two weeks later. He had everything laid out on a computer Amazing. where he went through every design with me. This is how it's going to look. This is how it's going to look. This is, how that's a, this is amazing. I felt like it was a great use of my time. He was organized. He was prepared, whatever. As soon as he said, okay, this is the quote. I didn't even look at the quote. I don't even know what the quote, I have a general idea of how much the quote was. Right. But the fact that he came, he valued my time. He was organized. He asked me my opinions. I told him what I wanted. And then he went off and did it. That's all I wanted. Yeah.
It was. It had to be. It's every almost bit like you get to that point, Aaron, and you you almost. I mean, I still do. It's it's kind of the way I'm wired. I'll still try to get. A, I'll still try to say, "Hey, can you do any better? Can we? Can we? Can we get and, the right?" I, I know you don't, but I still do. But I I do it really loosely. Like I'm. I'm I, the worst I'm going to get is a no. I'm still going to probably try to get a better deal. But usually, if somebody's that thorough, I want them to be paid in full. I don't even want to haggle. And I, and that's the same way as again going up the affluence ladder. When you go up the affluence ladder, you typically work with vendors who've also gone up the affluence ladder. And I'm a big believer in people should get paid for their worth and paid what they want. And I don't want them having a negative sentiment on working on my project exactly. because maybe I I lowballed them a little bit. Right. Right. right? right. So I get that. I I don't. But I'm, I don't judge anybody that does because that's it's a great thing. I just to do, do it once in a while. Yeah, yeah it, but the reality is, is that that the built-ins. I mean, the built-ins were probably yeah. know, a hundred thousand dollars, and I didn't even look at it because I already knew it was going to be done the right way, and my time was going to be valued, and and I knew it was going to be executed. Yep. Right. So, again, summarizing this episode today. Ask yourself when you look at your process, whether it's a process from stage, whether it's a process online, whether it's a process over phone or Zoom or in person, how are you, how are you and your team showing up to the equation? And most importantly, I think for today, how are you valuing your customer's most valuable asset, which is their time? Even as going as far, Andrew, and, and people may have missed this, understanding that their time is valuable and thanking them for it. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to establish this relationship. That person was valuing your time. He told you. He valued your time. I think most business owners default to how can I save the money? How can I value their money more? Which I think matters to a degree. But I think the time element here is bigger. As, as we said, as you get more and more up the affluent ladder, it's bigger. And if you can figure out, okay, right now in my product line, in my service line, if I don't have an obvious time saver product service deliverable, how can I engineer one? How can I create an all-in-one, one-stop solution, concierge style product or service that literally takes somebody from beginning to end and you're hand-holding them along the way? In keeping them in the loop versus making them do things along the way that sort of piss them off, right? That's, I think, the, the takeaway here. But yeah, and, and going to your price point, right? A long time ago, somebody said to me, it's not the deal, it's the feel. What we're talking about is the feel. Mm -hmm. When you're in the, in, in the price competition game, typically you don't have a whole lot of bond with your client long term. Uh, it's transactional. Mm -hmm. A lot of the stuff that we talk about on this show, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with transactional and Walmart's a behemoth because they're transactional, but nobody loves Walmart. Well, look what Amazon did. They're transactional too, and they and they they architected prime prime one time ninety nine a year, no shipping ever. I mean, yep. huge transactional. Yeah, right. But nobody's nobody's bonded to them at, at a core level. What we're talking about is if you have a business where you you actually interact with people. You don't interact with people at Walmart. You don't interact with people at Amazon. It's just purely transactional. Yeah, true. If you have a business where you you interact with people, then your goal is to move from transactional to tribal. Tribal is, I feel like they valued my time. I love the people that are there. Their customer service is amazing. And what ends up happening when you put those elements in place, they cannot help but talk to other people like you're doing today on this show 
talking about Geek Squad, about what an amazing experience they had. My the guy who did my built-ins, he has five more jobs since he did mine. Why? It's amazing the repeat. Told all my friends. Repeat business. I told all my friends. Referral and repeat business. Exactly. Right. Referral and repeat business. And don't forget the grill guy. I mean, we got you. We'll take care of this front to back. Don't even worry about it. We do this all day. Like, that's all. That's it. That's that's it. If you can engineer that type of a conversation, believe me when I tell you, you will get so much more business. Don't let yourself default into the stress of, oh, I don't know if I could ever do that in my business. It, it's, it's default thinking, right? It's sort of like scarcity thinking. And right now you might be going, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could ever do it. Well, don't try to figure out why you can't. Try to figure out why you can because it isn't as hard as you think when you actually think about it. A lot of times we don't think about it. So we go, yeah, we default to charging shipping in your example, right? We default sure. to having them do this when really maybe I could bring someone in to do this. I could bring in a, a new person to fill that role, right? So 99% accuracy, there's a chance you can do it. You just haven't thought about it yet. So it seems on the surface like you can't do it. And look at Amazon as the example of what you talked about earlier today. Yeah. Amazon now has, when you shop, preferred vendors they in your do. local area. They used it a lot, Aaron, actually. They they, they can you upgrade to the contractor in your area to come install the TV as an example Correct. for an extra $99. I've done it at least four times. That's a because great somebody, opportunity right there. That's somebody very said, smart. This would be, we would be able to sell way more if people didn't have to figure out how to install the thing themselves. Okay, well, well it, let's it loops interview. Back to, my, to, to the barbecue example. Exactly. What if she said to me, don't worry, once you pick what you want, we'll have somebody come to the house, lay it out, design it, measure it, make sure it fits before we charge your card, let's say. I don't know. Absolutely. Or we'll send somebody out right now to sit down with you for an hour to look and make sure it's measured all properly and it's going to fit and then they'll install well, it. You don't want people just randomly buying things. Was I really going to go randomly buy all these grill and kitchen materials? Like, like I couldn't even imagine. I'd rather it, not have it. I'm like, you know it, what? It I feels like they it. were more set up potentially to only deal with contractors where Maybe. contractors would, would know that. Maybe. But if they were selling direct to consumer, Their there's direct a direct to goal. consumer website pitching the whole thing direct to consumer, not direct to distributor, not direct to contractor. It's direct to consumer. So yeah, huge there's miss, a hole there. Huge miss, huge hole. Let's let's hey. reach out to them and help them structure a done for you element in it, and we'll take a we'll take a, a rev share on it. What do we'll you take think? Take a rev share sounds good. <laughs> I'll make that call today. So All right, let's wrap it up was, there. Hopefully this was helpful, everybody. This is a topic we revisit periodically, like I said in the beginning, about every four to eight weeks. It's been a while since we've done the sales prevention mm-hmm. department, but I love coming back to them because, you know, we always come across them. But I'm glad we got to blend in the polar opposite today. It's good to see that there is some integrity left out there. It's good to see that there are some strong companies out there who value the relationship, the experience, the all-in-one solution. You had one. I had one. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting just prevention, but we had two acceleration. We'd have to have another version of the show, the sales prevention department, and then the sales acceleration department could be, to your point earlier, uh, a good idea as well. But I'm going to wrap it right there. All shows, everybody, are at salesvelocitytv.com. We are live every Friday for Sales Velocity TV at the public Sales Velocity TV Facebook page and, of course, on all your favorite podcast platforms by radio as well. We'll see you in the next one. I'm Andrew. That's Aaron. This one's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com. See you on the next episode.